Welcome, dear listener, to another episode of True Hauntings and Scary Stories, the podcast where we alternate between spooky conversation and scary short stories. (laughs) Now, here's your host, Miss Cynthia C. Welcome, spooky friends. Today, we're going to be talking about Vlad the Impaler. I did a poll recently in my Patreon account for just my patrons, and I let them choose the subject matter of today's episode, and I gave them three options, and the option that they chose, that they voted on and chose, was Vlad the Impaler. So if you want to be a part of that whole process... You can become a patron of mine. That's the first poll I've done in my Patreon account, but I intend to do that way more often in order to give my patrons a little bit of say into what they hear on the show. I thought that would be kind of neat. I might also do it for bonus episodes in the future. I haven't done a bonus episode in several months when Brick stopped doing the podcast with me, but I am going to start those back up again. So... Stay tuned for that. But bonus episodes, only patrons have access to. There are some clips from my bonus episodes on my YouTube channel, and I can put the link to that in the show notes if you guys want to check that out. There's not much there yet, but I am working on building up my YouTube channel a little more. But anyway, that's how you get the little extras with the Patreon account, and I always put the Patreon link in the show notes so you can check that out. So anyway... My patrons chose Vlad the Impaler, but what I thought was that I was going to be doing an episode on Bran Castle, B-R-A-N, Bran Castle, because when I did just a simple Google search, Bran Castle came up tied to Vlad the Impaler. But what I quickly learned is that Bran Castle is actually not very tied to him. He did visit there on occasion, and he was actually imprisoned there for about two months at one point. But then he was transferred somewhere else and was released after that. So he doesn't have a lot to do with Bran Castle. The reason that Bran Castle is so tied to Vlad the Impaler is because years and years, century or two later, when Bram, B-R-A-M, Bram Stoker wrote his novel Dracula, He based Dracula's castle off of Bran Castle. So when he describes it in the book, he's basically describing Bran Castle. And he uses Vlad the Impaler as his inspiration for Count Dracula. He did that because there were so many rumors about Vlad drinking blood and all the torture that he did to his enemies and all that stuff. So he he was a good inspiration for somebody who was a bloodthirsty monster. But actually, Vlad the Impaler was not a vampire. Um, But because Bram Stoker based his Dracula character off Vlad the Impaler, and then he based the castle off of Bran Castle, everybody has associated the two together. But that's actually not the case. Vlad the Impaler was a prince of Wallachia in Romania, 
and he ruled from 1456 to 1462, and then he ruled again in 1476, but only for a few months before he was killed in battle. He was actually decapitated in battle, defending his land. So there are some places that are associated with him that are haunted, legitimately haunted. He was very brutal. Apparently, in parts of Romania, Transylvania specifically, in parts of that area, he is still thought of as a good leader to his people. But if you were his enemy, you were in trouble. He tortured people. He had no qualms about that. He boiled them, skinned them alive, dismembered them while they were still alive. He is most famous for putting them on stakes. And some people think that he just speared them on these sharp stakes through the chest and he um, stuck them in the ground so they would, you know, be perched there like a, like a tree. But that's not actually what he did. What he did was worse than that. So he would take these big, big wooden spikes that were slightly dull. They were not sharp. And he would insert them into the person's anus and he would leave them that way. And it would slowly kill them because the weight of their body would force the stake further into them as they slid down it. And it would, you know, push their organs to the side. And, you know, it was a very slow, torturous death. Almost death by suffocation, really, because I'm sure their lungs would eventually get injured and they would bleed in their lungs and suffocate that way. Or it would put too much pressure on their heart at some point. Or they'd bleed out if it hit an artery or something. I don't know. I just can't imagine a worse way to die. If you were lucky, you died within hours. If you were unlucky, it took days for that stake to slowly kill you. So he was brutal. So even though he never had the biggest army, he usually won because he was so brutal that they would give up. They would leave. They, you know, it was very demoralizing for these big armies to see thousands of their fellow soldiers on these stakes. And I'll get to that because there was one incident in particular that he's known so famously for, and it was called the Forest of the Impaled. And we're talking 20,000, 20,000 soldiers and other enemies of his all on these stakes stuck into the ground like a forest. So this big army came across this and they, they stopped. They turned around and left, even though they had the numbers over him. Seeing their fellow soldiers like that was more than they could handle. So they, they left. Very effective of him. Now, brutal and horrifying and inhumane, obviously, but it worked. <laughs> so, I mean, you know. So the castle that he is actually most associated with is Poenari Castle. It used to be called Poenari Citadel when he was around. I think that's what he called it. But that was his home for several years. 
and it is actually in ruins now. You can still visit it. It's open to the public, but it's ruins. You can't, like, stay there. I don't know if they let you camp there or not. I wouldn't want to. <laughs> the people that were tortured and killed there, likely, I... No, no thank you. That is not an energy I want to subject myself for very long to. Poenari Castle was actually built in the 13th century. It was left in ruin in the 14th century. And then in the 15th century, Vlad the Impaler saw potential in it because this castle is perched really high up on a steep precipice of rock um, up on this mountain cliff type thing with a river like way, way, way below it. And so it was very difficult to capture that castle because of its location. I think the reason why it kept getting abandoned was the same reason. It was perched up so high it was probably difficult to maintain, maybe. I don't know. But he saw potential in it as his castle, so he actually repaired and restored it, and he also enhanced it. So he built some extra buildings that weren't there before, and he kind of made it like this perfect perch for him. So when Vlad died in 1476, the castle was again abandoned in the early 16th century. And then by the 17th century, it was in ruins. It was fallen apart and uh, in bad shape. So then on January 13th of 1913, a landslide was caused by an earthquake nearby, and that caused parts of the castle to fall into the river that was way below it. And then two more earthquakes in 1940 and then in 1977 caused even more damage to the castle, to what was left of it anyway. So since then, it has been slightly repaired, and they say that the walls and its tower are still standing today. So the tower is fully intact, I, I believe, but the and the walls are, are still kind of sort of there. So you can visit it to this day. It's just not a functioning castle. Brand Castle is a functioning castle, and it is supposedly extremely haunted. Of course, all these castles really are, because there was so much... I mean, they all have dungeons. There was all this torture and crazy stuff happening in them. So, of course, they're all going to be haunted as crap. And you can visit... I believe Brand Castle right now is functioning as a wedding venue only. So you can book that castle for your wedding if you want to, and have like a haunted castle wedding. <laughs> Poenari Castle, which was Vlad the Impaler's actual home and castle, that one is in ruins. You can visit it. So, haunted places associated with Vlad the Impaler. Poenari Castle, which was Vlad's home, was actually investigated by the Ghost Hunters International TV show. I'm a big fan of Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Yes, I do love that movie. Those movies. I'm a big fan of the Ghost Hunters TV show anyway, because I feel like they approach it more scientifically and more skeptically. And I appreciate that because I don't like those shows where they just storm around haunted places and they're like, come out and get me you big jerk. And they try to provoke. I'm not into provoking. I don't feel like you should be doing that. Anyway, Ghost Hunters International investigated Poenari Castle 
The reason they say it's haunted is because Vlad's wife, or one of his wives, committed suicide there. Apparently the castle, she got word that the castle was going to be um, attacked and s stormed the next day by their big-time enemies. And she knew that if they captured her, that they would put her in a Harlem and they would make her basically a sex slave. She would rather die than be dishonored in that way. So she chose to kill herself. So when she got word that that was going to happen the next day, then that night she jumped. She jumped from the castle into the river way below, which is really, really high up. In order to get to this castle to this day, you have to climb 1,480 concrete stairs to get to the castle. So that's where she jumped from. So that's one reason why they say it's haunted. The other reason is just the torture and murder that happened there. Um, there's been people over the centuries who have sheltered there while they were passing through the area. Like in the 16, or not 16, in the 17 and 1800s. And they have reported hearing strange noises and feeling sense of dread and being kept up all night and feeling like they're watched and all those kinds of things. Ghost Hunters International investigated it. And I got all excited about that. I thought that was cool that they're going to find some great evidence or whatever. Do you know they didn't find anything? <laughs> I was kind of bummed because I wanted it to be haunted, you know, but they didn't, they didn't find a single bit of evidence. All the stuff they caught ended up being like animal noises and whatever, because it's not a real castle anymore. It's ruins. So it's all open to nature. So they didn't find anything, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's not haunted, right? Maybe it just wasn't haunted that night or those nights. I don't know. So another place that is supposed to be extremely haunted because of Vlad is the location of the Forest of the Impaled. So what happened was these people who were Vlad's big-time enemies, the Ottomans, were storming toward his land, his castle and all that. So he evacuated all his townspeople and he started doing scorched earth kind of stuff, ruining the crops and poisoning the wells and things like that. So this army is coming through and they had always already battled him once before and he captured 5,000 of their men, right? So when they go do this big push through his land, they find that it's all open. Nobody's there. They're just walking right through with no resistance. So then when they get a few miles into his land, they come across what they called, they dubbed it, the Forest of the Impaled. It was 20,000 of these Ottoman soldiers and people. It was the 5,000 that he captured, plus 15,000 others that he already had as prisoners. So he just took them all and impaled them on these stakes and put them in this area that he knew they were going to walk through. And sure enough, they got to that and they bailed. They bailed hard. Um, the person who was leading this army said it was too demoralizing for them to see 20,000 of their fellow people up on these stakes. They Morale, they couldn't do it. They just couldn't proceed. Even though they had numbers over him, they couldn't. So they bailed. But the area where this is, 
is roughly 285 miles away from the castle. So they didn't get up to the castle. They just crossed into his land and found this. It was Wallachia is where they were going into. That area, of course, is said to be very haunted. And the rumor was that some of the people on those stakes were people he'd killed already. And he saved the bodies, you guys. This guy is so brutal that when he killed someone that he knew was of importance, he saved them and then decided in this big thing when they were, he knew they were all coming and they were going to take over his land. He, he chose then he said, okay, this is what I'm going to use them for. And just for shock and awe, he put all 20,000 of those people on stakes. So some of those bodies were just rotted, decaying bodies. They were not fresh, not all of them. I, I can't imagine the brutality and the gruesomeness of that, of walking up on that. And they called it a forest because we're talking about 20,000 people. So just everywhere, just far as the eye can see, maybe, from their perspective. And then there's one more place that I found that is associated with Vlad the Impaler that is said to be very haunted. And this one's really interesting. So this one is called Witch's Pond. And it's supposed to be located in the area, like in the forest, where Vlad the Impaler was decapitated during that last battle that he was in. So the reason why it's called Witch's Pond is because witchcraft rituals are performed there yearly. It's in Boldu Kritiska Forest? I don't know. I'll put it in the show notes if you want to know where it's located. The rumor is that the pond never dries up, it never expands, and it is not affected by rain or drought. So basically, this pond stays there no matter what the environment does around it. And so they say it's enchanted. Also, they say that animals will not drink from it. Now, when I looked up the pond, I found pictures of it. It's not a very big pond. It's like a pretty small pond as far as ponds go. You could maybe swim in it. It might be that deep. But it is covered with a really thick layer of green algae. And apparently it's like that all the time. So one would assume that the water in it is probably not very healthy. So animals probably really don't drink out of it. They're probably right about that. I should think that it's because the water's not clean. It's not healthy to drink. And animals are smart. They know these things. <laughs> and there's supposedly no wildlife living in the pond either. And that could be true too. If it's completely covered the whole surface with this green algae, fish probably can't breathe in it. You know, they probably can't survive. But they say that Vlad himself haunts that area, that he's been reported as being seen walking through this forest near where this pond is. Now, the pond is a place that you can visit still to this day, obviously, because witches do that. It, it's witches' pond. Apparently, it was said to be um, kind of enchanted before Vlad happened. But then he happened there, so now it's more, I guess. It's off of a really busy road that does not have any kind of sidewalk or walkway along the road. So if you do ever try to go there, you have to be extremely careful. It's not super safe. And you'd have to be dropped off because there's no parking area either. It's literally this really busy road that cuts right through a thick, dense forest. 
and the pond is right off the road. It's like a short walking distance from the road. But there is a path through the woods that leads to the pond. So once you get dropped off in that spot right by the pond, there is a, a cleared path that goes from the road to the pond. You just have to find that spot. And I found it very easily on the internet. I googled it and I found a website that talked about it and they had a link to the actual GPS location of the pond itself. And I was able to zoom in and kind of see it. And they also had pictures because the lady who wrote the article actually visited the pond. So she talked about how it's kind of difficult to get to because of the busy road and just to be careful. But it is there. And supposedly, till still to this day, witches do like yearly rituals there for things. I don't know. I don't study witchcraft, so I don't know much about that part. Yeah, so those are the three main areas that are actually associated with Vlad the Impaler. You've got Poenari Castle, which may or may not be haunted. <laughs> I kind of feel like it probably is. I can't see how that location wouldn't be somehow. All the negative energy there. And then the Forest of the Impaled. And you, you can also find that too on the internet. I found it about 285 miles from the castle because the people um, marched a few miles into the area before they came upon the, the Forest of the Impaled. And then the Witch's Pond. So if you happen to live overseas and you want to go see those areas in Romania, they do still exist and you can go see them should you choose. But Bran Castle, not associated with Vlad like I thought it was. And Vlad was not a vampire. Now, there was rumors back when he was alive. There was rumors that went around about him drinking the blood of his enemies. And there was a rumor that he dipped his bread in the blood of the people he impaled. And there was also rumors that he preferred to have his dinners served to him out in the fields of his stakes of his impaled people. He would dine amongst them. There's some talk that that might have actually been true on occasion as a power move. Because remember, Vlad was mostly all about intimidation and brutality. He didn't have the numbers, so he won by intimidating people. And that comes from his childhood. As a boy, he was imprisoned. His father gave him over to enemies in order to keep the Wallachia land. He witnessed, and I think he was, tortured as a kid. In, in this imprisonment. So he learned a lot of his torture techniques from being imprisoned, I believe, by the Ottomans. I'm pretty sure it was by the Ottomans. So yeah, he was a brutal guy. He did some bad things, and there were some weird rumors. So I think what Bram Stoker did was take those rumors and, like, enhance them and twist them, and he turned them into a vampire, basically. Vlad wasn't, but Bram Stoker made him into one. Geniusly, I might add. I mean, Dracula, that's classic. That was a classic horror story. Love it. So that's what I have for you for Vlad the Impaler. I hope you enjoyed it and you learned something. I did. It was really cool and fun to investigate all of that information, to read up on it. There were things I had no idea about. I knew about him impaling people and stuff, but I had no idea the details. So it's very interesting. I love doing episodes like this. I always learn something cool. So you guys enjoy the rest of your day or night or morning. I don't know, whenever you're listening. And I will spook you later. <laughs>